and I was getting a little tired and he's like, come on, come on. He was just almost kind of pulling me up the hill a little bit and uh, was really a great motivating factor. I probably would have done a lot more walking if it wasn't for Naveen. With all those hills and, and thousands and thousands of feet of, of climbing, um, I did better than I expected. Viva Las Vegas! Hey everybody, I hope you're doing well. Uh, this is uh, coming out on late Friday night, early Saturday morning, so I hope you have a, uh, a great weekend. Uh, I think it's the last weekend in the month of January, so 2023 is already flying by, and I hope it's going well for you. And uh, thank you so much for listening to the Run the Race podcast. Uh, we are uh, continuing to talk about fitness and faith, and this is one of those uh, shorty episodes um, talking about a recap of my latest marathon in Las Vegas, my first time to uh, Sin City, and I uh, had a great time, a great race, a very challenging one. And if you missed the last episode of our podcast, uh, we had a, a mother of five on that lives here in the West Georgia area who, uh, who just had a newborn a few weeks ago, and she is uh, committed to uh, sharing the gospel wherever she goes, even in you know uh, areas with the projects and like the south side of town and going to the Middle East and uh, going to, to you know, so-called dangerous places and talking about the gospel. And she just gets emotional talking about motherhood and the importance of that and the privilege and responsibility that God provides us to be parents, to be moms and dads. So make sure to check out that conversation with Ellen Chalmers. And uh, next week, we have a, an, an episode, a uh, conversation uh, with uh, one of the people that ran this latest race with me. He's also on uh, the journey of trying to do 50 states uh, and all the uh, 50 state marathons, um, you know, all, all of them. And I think he's about 35 now, I think is what he told me. And so uh, I'm, uh, this is state number 21 for me. So I'm almost halfway there, but I'm happy to say, you know, it was a great trip. First time in Las Vegas, um, where we ran the race, they call it a desert winter oasis. It was the uh, Red Rock Canyon National Conservation Area. They told us to prepare for hills and uh, certainly had plenty of those throughout the course. These were not uh, gentle rolling hills. In fact, we had uh, elevation gain around 3,000 feet. So uh, definitely one of the most challenging road marathons out there. It was on blacktop. So this is a about a half, about 13.1 mile stretch. And then we, uh, so we climb up a mountain, a big, huge mountain, and uh, then come right back down it and then go back up it again. So really uh, majestic scenery. Um, so the way things started is, you know, the night before I uh, went to a restaurant with some friends in Las Vegas, we had some carbs, some pasta, and uh, enjoy plenty of that uh, to give us energy for the next day. And I uh, tried to get to sleep eh, a decent hour. And it was weird because, you know, they, my clock was off. I live over here in the East Coast in Georgia and Alabama, and uh, they're three hours behind there. So I'm going to bed, like, say, at uh, um, 10 o'clock, 1030 at night. But it really, for me, it feels like, you know, 1.30, 2 in the morning. Um, so uh, definitely took a little getting used to. I think I got about five or six hours of sleep. And uh, had to uh, get down to a hotel across the street for the bus pickup at 5.15 in the morning uh, Pacific time. And they took uh, me and about maybe at least 50 other runners uh, to uh, the site about 30, 40 minute bus ride away to uh, the more scenic parts of Las Vegas, not the strip with all the lights and casinos and everything else. So uh, we got there, and when we arrived there at Red Rock Canyons, uh, it was actually dark. Um, this was about 40 minutes before the race, 
and it was pretty cold. So at the start of the race, we're talking about um, feels like temperatures in the high 20s. And the real temperature was probably in the low 30s. So a little chilly, but I think I would prefer that versus uh, hot and humid. So we got there and uh, the race started about 6.45 in the morning. We actually ended up with um, just about 100 finishers. I finished about 40th, so kind of middle of the pack. And uh, I actually did better than I thought I would with all these huge hills. Uh, And one thing that I love most about this race maybe compared to a lot of the other marathons I've done, it was just majestic scenery um, in Las Vegas. And um, this was, again, state number 21 for me. And uh, we had we climbed up to um, the elevation at the very, very top of Red Rock Canyon was about 4,800 feet. So we climbed up this mountain about 1,000 feet up, kind of steady climb over the course of several miles, going back down, and then do kind of this small loop at the visitor center. And then we go right back up that hill on the the other side a thousand feet up again so uh quite challenging to say the least uh but it was fun catching up with a few friends in fact there was a um, a woman uh, just a couple years younger than i am in her uh, 40s and a mom as well that lives here in columbus georgia small world i met her about a month ago and found out she was running the same race in vegas Also uh, going for all 50 states, and she's uh, almost at number 30, so just a little bit ahead of me. So it was great uh, seeing her. It was great uh, meeting her in person and uh, getting a chance to run the race with her. My friend Scott Mayfield, who you'll hear from on the next episode of the podcast, a former teacher who uh, is a really good runner. In fact, he's a running coach now, teaches chi running. I got a chance to, to run some of the race with him. And uh, you know what's cool about um, you know marathons, races, any events that you do, even working out at the gym, you meet people that ha- are kind of like-minded, right? And they motivate you, and you get a chance to motivate other people as well. Uh, I was running along in this Red Rock Marathon at uh, in Las Vegas and met uh, a guy from London, England. Uh, this was a, probably about um, five, four or five miles in. And uh, Simon and him and I ran together for about a mile or two. And then as we're climbing up, uh, you know, the, the hills, um, I, I left him a little bit. But then as we're going down, I, I figured, man, I can run really fast going kind of almost straight gradual downhill. So I go from these 10 and a half minute mile pace to about um, eight minute or sub eight pace even. And what kept me running fast was I met a guy from Charlotte, North Carolina named Naveen. And uh, him and I were running around the same pace, and uh, he seemed really nice and, and one of those guys that really is uh, cheers you on and motivates you. And uh, so uh, we went really fast down the hill, running together for about three miles. And then he kind of left me a little bit, went a little faster, and I, I didn't quite want to go that fast. So I was trying to be smart in my race and uh, definitely not going for my uh, PR, my, my fastest race, because with all those hills. But um, and when we get down to the bottom of the hill and do the little loops and then start to go back up, it, I caught up with Naveen. And so uh, him and I actually ran another two or three miles together going back up the hill. And at this point, we're a little more tired because you know, on uh, we're about 15, 16 miles into the race and having to climb a huge hill once again. But he had a great idea. Check this out. Uh, so Naveen's like, hey, Jason, how about we do this? How about we – there's these cones that were about maybe – four or five steps from each other aligning the way so that we would be on kind of one little section away from the traffic there at Red Rock Canyon National Preservation Center. And so, uh, you know, he said, how about we walk three cones and then run five? 
I said, okay, I'll give that a try. And, you know, we did it for about a mile or mile and a half. And then I was getting a little tired and he's like, come on, come on. He was just almost kind of pulling me up the hill a little bit. And I uh, was really a great motivating factor. I probably would have done a lot more walking if it wasn't for Naveen. And uh, then I was like, well, let's do, let's walk five cones and then run five. So we did that for a little bit. And then eventually I just kind of gave him the, the old kind of, you go ahead and go on. I'm going to probably do a little bit more walking than you, but if it wasn't for him, I, I would have uh, probably, my time would not have been as good. So my finish time was four hours and 47 minutes. My goal was to be sub five hours. So I was able to do that, uh, which was great. Um, and uh, again, this is uh, in the Mojave Desert. So some really stunning vistas. I took lots of pictures, posted that on my Facebook page and Instagram page. You can look up uh, Jason Dennis or Jason Dennis WTVM and check those out. Some Uh, desert vegetation and sandstone formations and really, you know, unbelievable uh, sights there and had the mileage marker each time and just felt like you were really out of nature. Um, And again, there weren't a ton of runners out there. There were half marathoners going the other direction, but as far as marathoners, um, just a shade less than 100. So we started at this paved scenic drive at the beginning. This was about 3,700 feet elevation, and we gradually climbed. That summit overlook was, again, about 4,800 feet of elevation gain. And uh, so it, it was a great time um, in Las Vegas. Uh, got the medal at the end. It was actually uh, black with some really cool Indian signage on there and Vegas stuff. And uh, so a very unique uh, marathon medal. Got a shirt, as we usually get, some good snacks at the end, but just so rewarding and so relieved and, and happy to, to be finished with a race. But um, it was one of those where you feel like you've really accomplished something. I mean, a marathon itself is extremely difficult, and uh, that's an accomplishment in itself. But with all those hills and, and thousands and thousands of feet of, of climbing, um, I did better than I expected in terms of you know my quads were not uh, uh, really achy or, or, uh, or cramped up during the race. Uh, and, and I probably could have pushed it a little bit more, but I felt like um, I did I did really good on um, this, uh, this, this January of 2023, my uh, 25th marathon overall and my 21st state. And uh, also, it was great to see the sights of Las Vegas. If you haven't been, I, I definitely recommend it. Uh, the, the flight and uh, hotel, the MGM Grand that I stayed at, really weren't as expensive as you might think for uh, a big city like this. You get to fly into the big airport there. And uh, so away from the canyons, about 30 minutes away from them, is the Las Vegas Strip, uh, which a lot of people know about. Uh, I did not see Elvis uh, there at all, um, but there were some great shows. In fact, my highlight of the city and being there in Las Vegas was getting a chance to you know see some friends, um, running friends, but also meet some new people. But we went to this show, Cirque du Soleil, which I've, I don't think I've ever been to a Cirque show before, but this was the original show. It's called O, and it's performed at the Bellagio um, a couple uh, times every night. And uh, right there in the middle of the strip, and it was so mesmerizing. We were actually on the third row, and a really um, a stirring performance, about an hour and a half of just these uh, really um, fantastic acrobatics, telling a story, 
just um, strange at times, but really made you think. And uh, there was a whole cast of a, at least 100 people, uh, very talented, very strong people who probably could run the marathon as well, how fit they are. But um, I definitely recommend Cirque du Soleil to check that out. Um, and also, I found something that maybe you might not expect in Sin City, Las Vegas, on uh, the Sunday morning. So this was uh, um, uh, about 24 hours after the marathon. They have a House of Blues there at the Mandalay Bay Casino and Resort. And uh, they're at the House of Blues, I guess, on some Sundays. They do what's called a gospel brunch. And this is a, um, a group of singers, African-American singers, who uh, they say they've toured with The Temptations and Gladys Knight, but they gave some really soulful music, like going to church, you know, and uh, having a good time. And uh, so they, they were really um, you know, powerful entertainers and had some great food, um, as you might imagine, in a brunch, so the regular fare that you, you know, would get. Plus, we had some uh, uh, omelets they make in front of you and the prime rib that they cut right in front of you as well. So gospel brunch, something unique to do in uh, Sin City. And uh, also uh, got to meet up with a cousin that I hadn't seen in about 25 years who actually lives in Las Vegas, Nevada. He met me and uh, took me down to the old downtown Las Vegas, which uh, it's kind of been run down in years past with crime and other things. But they've really spruced it up and uh, added a lot of electronic uh, stuff you see in the sky. It's called Fremont. So that was pretty cool. It kind of was a mini Times Square. So I recommend that. That's a little bit kind of at the end of the strip, it becomes the old downtown just past the big uh, Strat um, Casino and Hotel. So I got to do that. And, uh, you know, people watching in all the casinos, there's probably a hundred casinos at least on that strip, if not more. And I, I probably walked through or, or saw about uh, maybe 15 or 20 of them. So that was a, get a chance to people watch. Uh, there's some folks that are uh, getting into a little bit of trouble or they are losing a lot of money uh, or having a good time. Maybe they're, they were folks were winning uh, money as well. And the last couple things uh, I'll let you know about that I get a chance to do was the Fountains at Bellagio light show. It's, it's just a short one about uh, that runs about every half an hour. And it's only about three or four minutes long. Uh, the lights um, and the water synced to music, so that was beautiful to see with the with kind of the fake Eiffel Tower in the background. And uh, also, uh, we uh, went to a um, the night after the marathon, just so uh, we were pretty hungry. We went to a Tournament of Kings dinner show. It's one of those medieval shows, and the food not so good, but it was pretty entertaining. So I'll say that. You know, you got to go to Vegas, got to see those shows, and and have a good time. And um, so again, overall, I give it a a uh, B plus for uh, the Las Vegas experience and the marathon. Uh, I highly recommend it. Um, and you know. Going to run these marathons and do these races all over the uh, United States is really a great way to see America um, because you get a chance to see some of the beautiful scenery, but also some of the city as well. And you can choose what you want. And and, and another benefit of running all the, that way and burning 4,000 calories is you kind of get to eat what you want beforehand and afterwards. And um, so I uh, get to enjoy some of the uh, great food that's there. I had a huge double cheeseburger uh, at the bar um, a few hours after my marathon. So that was uh, definitely a reward uh, worth getting uh, after running all those miles. Um, but once again, uh, I appreciate you listening to uh, the Run the Race podcast and uh, make sure to listen to next week's episode. Scott Mayfield gives his kind of Vegas recap, but also talks about his adventures 
um, of, of running all across the country fast and far and uh, how uh, th- these workouts and these runs have helped him you know, to deal with and overcome two different divorces and what, uh, what teaching and being in the Marines has taught him and uh, what he thinks about um, you know, how you can avoid injuries. And also he talks about chi running, what, what that is, uh, how that uh, maybe can transform what you do in your running life because he's a coach in that now. So uh, closing now this podcast in prayer, dear God, just thank you for the opportunity to go and to, to run the race for you in, in Vegas and other places. Uh, thank you for bringing me back home safely to my wife and kids and family. And uh, just uh, thank you for the opportunity to see you know, your, this beautiful countryside, uh, things that you have made uh, that have just, uh, you know, are, are stunning. And uh, we just thank you for this opportunity to glorify you through every step I take and uh, for getting me through that race and uh, helping me to, to continue to, uh, to, to run for you, God. You let me pray. Amen. All right. Thank you again so much for joining us and uh, listening to this uh, shorter episode uh, that we try to have every now and then on a Friday night. F- uh, food uh, food for thought, I guess you'd call it, on this uh, late Friday night as this episode comes out. And maybe you can listen to it on a Saturday morning uh, as you're going out on a run or maybe you're driving somewhere and coming back home on Sunday night. You can Listen and, and share this with others. Hashtag run the race. We're on uh, Google Play, Stitcher, Apple, Spotify. And if you uh, get a chance on the Apple podcast thing, uh, the little purple icon on your iPhone, if you go to that, find the run the race episodes and, and uh, scroll down to the bottom, you'll get a chance to write a review. Five stars. Let us know what you like about it. Uh, we'd love for you to uh, just uh, you know, give us some honest feedback uh, as we continue these, these great conversations. Uh, as we continue this year trying to be fit both spiritually, mentally, and physically. Have a great weekend.